0: Yeah. We'll do that for a so. we yeah. Let's get lit Let's drink a ton Let's shoot this shit And let's get the job done Yeah Let's have lots of laughs And let's have lots of fun Only Podcastration Welcome back to Podcastration This is my robot voice
1: oh, Power
0: do oh. <laughs> Alright Stephen Hawking's needed a nap Yeah Stephen, I am that smart, so thank you I am also that slow And useless <laughs> Hey, <laughs> hey <laughs> Yeah, that's alright <laughs> Too soon <laughs> He can't, he ain't gonna do anything What's about he? it <laughs> He's also, I think he's very <laughs> He'll rich. kick
1: your ass in Sudoku, but you'll probably beat him in a fist fight. I bet
0: he's still faster than I was on the ice today.
1: So, oh, well. Oh, man.
0: I just got a little acid reflux there from that delicious beer I've been drinking. Um,
1: That fish sandwich you ate because it's yeah. Friday.
0: Oh, man. That is still, I'm just, I'm like more food hungover today than actually like alcohol hungover. It was great. Most of the day, it was. A, that's a good way to be until you got to actually like do work and be athletic. Yeah, um, I wanted to talk about the. Well, I I was thinking I forget what I was looking up on y- the internet. You I sound was like you're trying think- to ask a girl out. <coughs> yeah, just get to it. I uh, I was thinking about you're the only person I know that has that like electric or your oh, your my parents dad. have that electric buggy. Yeah, and I thought like I, or no, I, sorry, I was talking to guys at work about it. I was telling them like how great of a hunting tool that is because like these razors are way faster. But they're way noisier. You have like it's basically like a lifted off-road golf cart. It's pretty much silent, and a thing can still climb most hills, can it? It's like,
1: a it's a Polaris Ranger, like EV, I think is what they call it. Like, yeah. it's the electric ranger. It's pretty quiet, but the motor does whine. Like it has a like yeah, a I mean, unique high pitched whine. I
0: mean, you're you know, well the wheels and or before the tires are before make noise. this
1: one, he had one of those bad boy buggies. Never heard of any. It was like a that was like one of the earlier like electric vehicles, and honestly that thing was almost silent yeah, but like the problem the g- with it the brakes on it sucked and it mm. was so heavy and a lot of battery weight right yeah and when it was yeah. going downhill like if, if you're not like if you're not on the gas the motor the motor would shut off to like oh. stop running so That's and weird. usually you get like Having the motor going is a good thing when you're going downhill because, like, you're in a low gear and it will slow you mm-hmm. down. Yeah, you just but it the like transmission. But would, switch off and, like, go into, down. like, not neutral, but, like, yeah, I guess basically a neutral. You're going down a hill and the brakes, like, they just weren't good for, like, hills.
0: Uh, well, 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 on these things, the brakes would be pretty much mechanical, right? I'm thinking, like, do they have a brake pump? So if the motor shuts off, does it brake less?
1: Or? You know what? I don't remember if it was a, a drum brake. I don't remember. I mean, probably. They I honestly, it like, they north. sucked. It would, if you yeah. had a, uh, if you lived on, a, like, a field, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But western Pennsylvania, you know, it's, yeah. it's hills. Yeah, there's and just, not many fields. It was dangerous. I, like, and I, they're heavy.
0: Yeah, I see, that thing of your, that that one you got or your parents have, I thought for hunting, I mean, you're, you're, not, really, you're not really allowed to hunt on a foil or anything, but even just getting to your stand, or I thought for paintball, you know, you could, as long as you're moving, you could you, you could zip through trails enough. Can you imagine, like, a, unloading on people and that thing? I mean, you'd still be a good target to shoot at, but I just, I don't know. I see a lot of use for that. Everything's now, all the other vehicles are made for speed. But I think like having something quiet, there's plenty of advantages with that. It, I just thought it was really cool. And it, I, was it was sweet. It is sweet. I was texting, er, texting, <laughs> I was talking about it at work, and then I went home, and I went to, like, look it up, and how... You get sidetracked on shit. I ended up getting... I seen on YouTube these... In Russia, they have these big-ass swamp buggies. And the tires are... They're not monster truck size, but they're really big. It's just a really Blabber. short... Yeah, it's a, sh- like, super short wheelbase. Huge tires that float. That's how big the tires are. So that, like, it they just spin it. Like, huge paddle tires. You don't want to take it on a road. So it'll, like... The paddles will push it through water... The wheelbase and the tire size mean literally there's no hill you cannot climb, and it's it's fucking awesome. And we'll like like I said after this episode we'll have to we'll get on YouTube and we'll check these things
1: out. It's called a
0: Sherp. Did you ever hear those?
1: No, you were yeah. teasing this to me and you like you didn't give me much info. No, because I wanted to do this show first.
0: Yeah, because um I to like yeah, to build a little suspense. But then I got into that and this is this. Another vehicle that showed up on there though is it might be from the same company. Is it, Was it kinda, a Pontiac Transport? No, it wasn't a Pontiac Transport. That'd be funny because it'd be the second episode we'd talk about. those vans if we did talked about it. But we won't we won't talk about it. No. Okay, I'm sorry. But um no, that's fine. I just thought it'd be funny. That'd fucking I love no. them ugly ass vans. But uh this thing so there's a similar vehicle, but instead of tires, it has like big it looks like of off road vehicle, like a pontoon off road vehicle that has big metal tubes. Okay. That are humongous screws. Oh. So they spin, Uh, I don't know, you call it laterally. Like they spin, you know, when wheels spin, like clockwise. they spin the directions of the car. Yeah, this facing. spins the direction so of the car. So there are screws. Yeah, and they, they pull you through swamps and shit. Yeah. I don't know if they float too. I only watched, like, actually one quick video of it. And it was just something only in Russia. I don't... These things look... I don't know how much they wear. Or, you know, how often you'd have to replace these things. But it was just fucking weird. And it's really cool. And then I just was... I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, you'll have to see it for yourself. We'll check it out later. I will later. have to see it for myself. But I had...
1: That's an interesting, like...
0: I just wondered... It's, it's just such a cool vehicle. I was checking out all kinds of other shit. Like, you remember them... Um, they, I wonder if they still make those six-wheelers
1: that float. The Argos. Is that what they were called? I never. The San Jose Sharks just put up a five spot on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Four minutes left in the third. They're up five to nothing. Tristan Jari is still in net. Yep. And he's been like, this has been a bad game.
0: Goaltending hasn't been good enough. The defense hasn't been good. I want to blame the goalies, and then it's just, oh, well, they did score on breakaways, two on ones. Our team, we start out the game with the same chances, and they just can't put pucks in empty nets. Oh, well. I'm not even letting them. Hey. They're not even getting in our podcast. They don't deserve it right now.
1: Oh, and also, this is a week later, so this game isn't still happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Nope. Well, they'll probably be losing to the, another team. It is. <laughs> oh yeah, we play the Sharks pinpointed. tonight. This yeah. is. This is uh, March. What's today? I mean, first never mind. actually. You say the first? No, today's leapier day. Today doesn't even count. <laughs> Today is a day that doesn't even exist. I don't understand leap
0: year because that's where, that. this is why when I made my own holiday, instead of giving it a day, I say the first Saturday of October. Because this year, it's like the third or something. So if I say it's the sixth, holiday this year would be on like a Tuesday. Yeah. And it would be... We're not going to drink all day on a fucking Tuesday and have to Just to reserve,
1: like, the first Saturday of that's the month. Exact, that's, yeah, so that's why I word it that way. It doesn't happen all the time. Like, and Easter, I have no idea what makes Easter happen when. I know it's always the Sunday, but I don't know, know when. And, like, Thanksgiving being the Thursday of the month, the mm-hmm. fir- like, the last Thursday in, in November makes a lot of sense. You have that day.
0: I love that does any of your fam my grandma still gives us like my dad still gets Easter baskets for my grandma. Does your family ever do it?
1: Uh, Easter baskets. I don't remember, honestly, I don't think I get Easter baskets anymore, but I do think I get some swag.
0: My grandma loves the shop and she she's like a coupon cutter. so she just gets groceries. Our Easter baskets. candy candy's like the least best part. We get a like year supply of like we get deodorant. Well, if a jar of pickles are on sale, she'll just get 12 of them and put them in our Easter baskets. We'll get anything good. I've got, I'm pretty sure people have gotten jars of, like, spaghetti sauce on sale. It's just cool, which is great. I'm not even saying, like, yeah. make fun of her. It's just awesome. You, n- you never know what you're going to get in these things. And it's you How like old is your stalls? grandma? Huh, I should know that. Um, I think my pap's 76 or so, so she... Are you kidding? She's, like, 72, I'm thinking.
1: I don't know. You're I... older than me, and your grandma is only 70-something? Uh, yeah. I'm 30 years old. My grandpa is 90. I don't know. They your had... grandma is only in her 70s? Yeah. That's insane. Was she 12 when she had your
0: dad? I don't think. my Well, my my pap was old enough that um, he was in a Korean war, and it was after the war that they had... I'm trying to think who my oldest uncle... Uh, I don't think my dad's the oldest one. I think my uncle Mike might be the oldest. How old's your dad? Fifty-eight. Yeah, fifty. Fifty-seven or fifty-eight. Okay, so you're. What year was he born then? Um, he graduated in seventy-nine. So <sighs>
1: sixty. I think nineteen sixty. Your dad is two years younger than my dad, yeah. and you're like five years old. I older try to
0: remember me. I don't my parent my pap I mean he might be closer to 80 now, but even that I mean, yeah my grandpa's ninety
1: yeah, I don't know we just wait longer I mean I, I did the like we just wait longer and 90, come up yeah. with better ideas before we have kids probably hey how many how many beer cans have you ever opened and thought my grandpa invented that <laughs> zero. My friend Chris, he was so. telling everybody that my grandpa invented the club. The thing that goes over people's steering wheels. Like, was he just saying that to people? Uh, he thought it was true. Uh oh. He knew he invented something. Oh, and also. I thought it'd be funny if he was just bullshitting people and saying it. I don't think, because like, what would that get you? Nobody's gonna get like. You're never gonna get laid because, like, but hey, like, just, my just, friend's grandpa invented Just to entertain the club. himself. No, I think he honestly thought, like. I think he honestly thought that's what it was. Like he wouldn't he wouldn't have lied about it. It was just like he was just mistaken.
0: <laughs> that's funny.
1: But he also my my grandpa did like invent the pop can lid. Yeah. And he also invented the first apparently like turkey calls, the like the, the diaphragm calls used to be made of lead and my grandpa invented the first one made of latex.
0: He invented shoelaces too, right? Uh, no, he invented <laughs> Velcro. I'm just making it up. <laughs> just thinking of Oh, he, he invented the Velcro. club, didn't
1: he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Velcro club. The Velcro club. It Velcros to your steering wheel.
0: There was a movie or something that somebody had a club in their car, like on the steering wheel, and it came out and the steering wheel was gone. Like a TV show or something. I just remember that. I, I wish I had more information. I wish I could say specifically. I just remember that was a that was a funny thing on some... Something.
1: I don't I don't know that at all. <laughs> I don't know. So uh we only have four we have four guys out on the ice.
0: Yeah. Fuck them penguins. penguins. What the hell are we talking? Well, I'd say what are we talking about? I have this. Oh, the movie. Argos. I wanted to um those things were cool. Uh did you ever do you know what like a Rokon is? <sighs> They're them they are like a, a dirt bike that has the same thing that these like, oh yeah they're two wheel drive two wheel drive dirt bikes I've never I've only seen them in ads in the back of like old magazines yeah. I just don't know what would be they advertise like the ultimate off road vehicle but I also think if you need a two wheel drive big tired motorcycle I don't I can't imagine you're moving very fast like you must be going up literally the side of a mountain so you'd have to balance that thing like almost with your legs. It just seems like why not just walk? I don't know. I just wondered. I didn't know if you have ever seen like any of them in action. I've only seen pictures of them.
1: I've only I've seen them in action on commercials. Have you and like, I'd, actually? I'd, yeah, but just on the commercials form, hmm. like the hunting I, channel. I've seen them advertised.
0: I never think of them enough to. I need to YouTube them and see. I just want to see how good. I mean, they might be cool as hell. I don't know, but I just. See it, see it seems kind of gimmicky.
1: There's these like electric scooters for hunters. They're called like. Whisper cat or something, quiet cat. Yeah, they're like they're scooters that you like stand on and like scoot to your tree stand. Oh really? I never seen heard that. The stupidest looking thing ever. Is
0: it like a Segway type deal? I mean, a scooter Uh, I guess would have no. It's like
1: it's like a it's like a stand up Vespa, but it's like all electric,
0: and it can. You can, like, drive over a stick. Like, no idea. No know. idea. Like, yeah. I honestly, like... That's another one I where I can't just, see how it could. I wonder, like... I'm what thinking kind of
1: suspension st- can, a, can a scooter have?
0: And, I mean, it'd have to be... I mean, if you shoot a deer, I suit. you know... Are you going to are you gonna take that thing back to your truck and then walk back to your... Like, you'd have to be
1: able to pull a deer, too, right? I would think. Yeah. It's just a silly, like... Yeah. There's enough money in hunting to make, it, like...
0: they're probably as much as... Like I said, they could probably you could probably just get that buggy you have. I guess maybe this thing fits in the back of a truck.
1: That might be its like
0: advantage, but that seems really gimmicky. You know what I used to
1: do back in my day when we were hunting and I'd kill a deer, I would I would walk back home, go get my motorcycle. I had a TTR 125. Get my motorcycle and get a dog leash, (laughs) and I would I would uh like clip the the. The clip that would go on the on the dog collar mm-hmm. I would clip that end on like there was like a little like thing on my swing arm that I could clip that onto, and then I would make a like a slip knot with like the rest of the of the the dog leash and the handle make a slip knot put that around the the deer's head and I would drag a deer home on the back of the motorcycle and it like <laughs> hey, I got this deer home
0: wait a motorcycle or a dirt bike.
1: Oh, it's dirt bike, dirt yeah, bike. Yeah, okay. TTR one twenty five. I don't know number. Like,
0: I don't know what that is, but I assume like that sounds like a dirt bike. It's number. a dirt. It's a dirt, it's a dirt bike.
1: It's like a street trail bright bike, but it's it's like, did it work good? I always got them home. Yeah, yeah like yeah, good enough. It wasn't like, did it work good? <laughs> it yeah, worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked adequate. It wasn't like was it made to do that?
0: Like, did, did, you, did you drag it fast enough that you didn't have, like I said earlier, you didn't have to, like, keep balancing it with your legs?
1: No, it, like, you get moving, I, mean, and I figured like you have would. the balance, and it's going okay. That bike was, like, it wasn't a fast bike. No. But it was a good, like, it was a good street, it was a good trail bike. It was called street and trail, but, like, you'd have to, like, do That's all I'd want. To I don't
0: it. even have the, I have such, I can tell from playing hockey, trying to make decisions on the ice, I have so much brain lag now that me zipping through the woods, I would be, like... I'd look at a tree, and be like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna hit this tree." And by the time, by the time my signal up from my brain gets to my arms to turn the wheel, I'd it too late. I'd be like, <laughs> right into it, and I'm already getting just too old. And of course, I guess riding a bike, I wouldn't be as, you know, as winded as hustling my ass on usually the
1: Penguins just lost five nothing to San Diego yeah, five Sharks. Nothing.
0: Five nothing to a game that's for two happening weeks in a row. A week from now, <laughs> yeah, there was. I think it's weird. A lot of these, I don't know if they still make them. Like, I don't think they still make those six-wheelers anymore. Every ones I see, they're from, I like, the 70s. Do. I mean, maybe. They might they might be new and still look the same. But I the 70s we seem all to.
1: look the same. I think of the,
0: those Rocons, or, like, I see them in old Mac 70s magazine ads. I just talked about them auto gyros. The, uh, in one of the, the Mad Max, the Road Warrior, that guy has that little personal helicopter thing he has that he flies around with. And those seem so cool. I don't know why people don't... Whatever happened to those? I don't know if there's, like, a lot of crashings happen with them. I think it, it sounds like, from what my knowledge that I know, is back in the 70s, you didn't even need a pilot's license to, ha-
1: to have them. You still don't for, like, ultralights. And yeah. I will own an ultralight. Whenever I have, like... When I have like eight grand to like blow on something, some people spend them on like classic cars and stuff.
0: I want eight grand in
1: blow. Yeah. How much blow do you think that'll be?
0: <laughs> Who knows? If it's good, probably not that much.
1: I have no idea how much cocaine I have. That's like
0: five buck balloons worth. I don't know.
1: How much is in a balloon? It's not like a
0: four. I don't balloon. even know. That is insane. There's I was watching a show on that one time and these smugglers they take like thirty of those and each one's I mean they're bigger than a turd. They're they're like the size of an egg. You imagine swallowing these things and
1: then You think a, you think an egg is bigger than a turd? Yeah, like wider. Like a chicken egg? Okay, I'll give you like Like, like a little girth, bit wider, girth, but I wanna say like a yeah, turd like has more bottoms than a, than an egg. Yeah, like
0: like, like overall you could squish a your average turd, I bet into like the size and shape of an egg, or maybe even bigger no, but I, a turd's a like turd a turd's the width of the intestine to where these balloons aren't you know what I mean they're not they're not shaped to be pushed out they I don't know it's insane I don't like getting those things out would be agonizing it looks like you have to do that like a bunch of them, and if the smallest tear of those things like a pin prick happens in your in your bowels you die like it's agonizing death and it's just all about it. so many things can go wrong and it happens a lot people have to get their stomachs cut open and get them pulled out like ugh. I guess make a I mean obviously they make a lot of money doing it but whew, everything imagine the first time trying that I think when I watched them circus performers like w- what day do you wake up and say man I want to be a circus perf- performer and I know you're gonna get the mandatory dick joke, but who how do you the first time know that you're putting a sword down your throat? Because I wanna know how many people think of the people that do it successfully, I mean, I assume more than half failed. Be like, I don't oh, know. you know I doubt it. it finding must be out easy. the hard way that I'm not very good at that, and then you cut the literally like the whole inside of your body up. I don't know. Ugh.
1: I guess it's easier than you think if you or you try it
0: maybe it's like an illusion you know maybe it's a magic trick like maybe people can there's a way to they do it and they actually don't do it but as far as I know I think people literally like do put a sword down their throat I'll bet and, you I
1: could wow. put the bow to my violin down my throat
0: I' bet you can't and bet you I, have,
1: I could it would just take me a lot of practice we
0: have a microphone no I'm not gonna we I'm not a- gonna
1: do it right now but I think <laughs> like My guess is sword swallowing has nothing to do with, like, skill. has everything to do with, like, just trying it. I have, uh,
0: uh, or I watched a show that A Thousand Ways to Die. Yeah. And one of them, there was street performers. And a guy was doing stuff on a street, performing, obviously. And uh, a guy came up and was, like, cock-blocking him. He started performing beside this guy trying like taking his customers and taking their money and that's what he was like he pulled up like he had a sword and he was was gonna swallow like he swallowed the sword said the other guy to like you dick I'm gonna out I'm gonna do something even better and he grabbed like somebody had an umbrella fucking somehow shoved this this. yeah umbrella down his throat and it it opened up and apparently you know he started trying to yank it out and the ends of the umbrella that are metal got caught in his throat and he's like kept he pulled it through his throat now this show I don't even know if it's they obviously embellish things. Yeah. Uh, you know, who knows? I mean, these stories could be fake, but I know this one. If that's true, like, yikes. And he, it's, he died because so, it's a thousand ways to die. So
1: that's pretty much can't. What's that? Isn't it a thousand and one ways to die?
0: I don't think. I'm pretty that sure it's just a thousand a ways thousand to and die. thousand and one. But um, yeah. You might be missing one. I can't under. Whew, I don't know how any worse way to go out, but. And yeah, weirdly, I. If you knew that was going to happen, would you watch? You'd almost like, would curiosity. No, I wouldn't watch it.
1: I don't want to see anyone like die. Well,
0: I'm definitely not going to pay
1: because you don't have to. Yeah. Because
0: you're just going to have to get get your your money back. But, uh, yeah. Uh, what were we talking? Oh, vehicles. I don't know. That's pretty much all I got. I just, I needed this show. I just wanted to plug. I want to explain that thing on this podcast. And then I have an idea. I wanted, um, they have them four or five seat bicycles. I think somebody should make a four seat crotch rocket. <laughs> That'd be fun. I don't know. There're pretty much no turns they could go on, but I'd like somebody to try it. Or maybe they have and that didn't work out good.
1: I doubt they ever tried it.
0: I wonder if Arnold still has them Unimogs. You know, he had Hummers, but you know what the Unimog is no. They're the um, they're like Europe's Hummer. They're uh, they're like a big off road van kind of. They were like a troop transport thing. So, they're like, they're super, they're like, honestly, they're even boxier than a Hummer. There's just big, tired, lifted things. And, like, Arnold used to drive one around. Some of them, I think, I don't know if it's a Unimog or it's like a Unimog type thing. And Mercedes built the Unimog. But over in Germany, like, Mercedes isn't a, well, they have luxury vehicles, but Mercedes is more of like an industrial. Like, now we have them vans, those Mercedes, like, biz or. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like work vans. That's what they were known for over there. We get the G-Wagons. It's like wagon, which in Germany, it's probably pronounced like Glendewagen. Over here, they're like $100,000, super luxurious off-road vehicles. But over there, that's their Jeep Wrangler. I mean, I'm sure they still sell lug- like luxury versions of them. But in Europe, there's Land Rovers. And then the German G-Wagon over there is just a, yeah, it's just a, a work vehicle. But um, there's something like that that the frame flexes. I don't know how the drive shaft works like that. I don't know how they're, I mean, a four-wheel drive, and I don't know how everything works. But they're, like, super off-roady so that the frame will twist as a, you know, for rock crawling and shit. They're just cool. That's pretty much all I got.
1: Good, because like, I'll fall asleep. Yeah.
0: I'll do the one thing I will say is the coolest off-road vehicle ever is the Lamborghini LM 1000. They were, Lamborghini made a vehicle that was going to compete with the Hummer in the 80s. And they made, I don't know, they're like super rare. And they're, uh, they actually kind of look like a Hummer. But since it's Lamborghini, even cooler looking.
1: And they're really badass. It's no Canyonero. (laughs) No.
0: I want one, but.
1: Canyonero. There's a lot
0: I want. Oh well. We're, it's time for a commercial break anyway, so. Commercial break. Ever take a massive shit and you just want to brag to the world about it, but you always get the same old responses. Yeah, right. Mine was bigger. Or prove it. Well, with the shit stats toilet made exclusively by on the joint and crap rated, you can now, in fact, prove it. Built using space age technology with high tech sensors and a digital interface, every drop in the bucket measures the size, weight, displacement and exit velocity of each and every load, all displayed on a user-friendly touchscreen built right in the top of the reservoir. All information is stored into a 128-gigabyte SD card and can be transferred to any computer or printer. So go ahead and go hard and fill up your on the john and crap-rated shit stats toilet and kick the shit out of the competition.
1: Don't be a sucker for other schools. Choose to be in the Marine Academics Nautical Squid Academy. Are you a member of Mensa? Have your IQ tested today and apply to the only Giant Squid Academy in the world. Come get inked. For more info, contact us at Whisperer at gmail.com. All
0: right. Picture this. You're cruising the open road. Car windows are down, your hair is flowing with the breeze, You're looking cool wearing your favorite shades, and oh, the scenery. Nothing beats cruising the open road on a warm, sunny day in a car full of friends and loved ones. Man, it just can't be beat. Well, except of course with some ice cold beers to grease the wheels. But hold on, won't open containers attract the wrong kind of attention? Well, not if your vehicle is equipped with the Roof Rack Cargo Keg, made exclusively by Alcoholicost Incorporated. The Roof Rack Cargo Keg looks just like your standard roof-mounted cargo pod on the outside, but the inside is filled to the brim with your favorite ice-cold beer, and it can be installed in no time by doing these easy steps. Simply drill a one-inch hole in the middle of your roof. Fill the Roof Rack Cargo Keg with beer, mount it on the roof, then from the inside of your vehicle, connect the tap, that looks like a standard car ceiling light fixture, to the roof rack cargo keg, and then you are good to go. Just pour the fresh draft into your favorite coffee mug or thermos, or even take gulp straight out of the tap. And then you're all set for the best road trip a group can experience. So don't waste time hauling around a cooler, and go get the roof rack cargo keg from Alcoholicost Incorporated. And hit the road the right way.
1: So, uh, so uh, I, I did a stupid thing. <laughs> Brooke said, it just happened. And Brooke said, well, you know, that's got to go on the podcast. My, uh, I've been having issues with my Pathfinder. It's been like starting slowly. i finding any paths. It's not finding paths. I like old Nissans. They seem to be just... At, have we talked about this before? I don't think so. Really? I feel like we've talked about vehicles Maybe. and stuff.
0: We probably have. I mean, not on a show.
1: Oh, I mean, like, yeah, yeah I know you and I have. But yeah. like, have we talked? I think the old Nissans. Well, first off, old Toyotas have a have like a track record of being extremely reliable and well made. and They'll just they'll they'll last forever. Nissans are pretty much exactly the same. They're just not as well known, and you don't pay the big Toyota price. Yeah, time. they're cheaper. Yeah, pretty much just as good. Yeah. My last vehicle was a '98 Frontier, and I love that thing. You have no issues, but you're not getting like you're not getting anything fancy either. You're just getting a, a well-made vehicle that will always start up for you. Side note: Is that old
0: truck? Is that thing still buried in your brother's backyard? Didn't he bury it with his like? Excavator? He doesn't know where
1: it is. Okay, that's and that's it was just great. the bed. It was just the old bed. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's right. <laughs> still, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I scrapped. The, I scrapped like most of the truck. I bought the truck because for the bed there was a parts truck. I bought the p- truck for the bed, and I scrapped the rest of the truck. And I think Fred buried the bed, <laughs> or he thinks he buried the bed yeah. somewhere yeah. in his yard. He probably just sold it. He might have. <laughs> I don't care. could like, he sold it, it for was, excavator com- fuel? It was completely rusted through. Yeah, it's why I need like it was it was junk. It wouldn't have been worth that much extra for scrap. It was just like no. I was scrapping anyhow. So what'd you do with this one? Okay. What's- oh yeah. All right. So. Last vehicle was a Frontier. I was a big fan of it, but I'm always Craigslist and always looking on Craigslist for other things. I found a 1997 Pathfinder with like 33,000 miles a couple years ago. I guess it was, yeah, it was like two years ago. And I bought that and sold my Frontier. And it's like, it's really old. Well, anyhow, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm telling a story so bad. Reader's Digest here. Yeah, all right. The embarrassing thing that happened I'll go to drop it off at his house. And he texted me before. He said, I might not be home. If I'm not home, just leave it in front of my house and put your key in my mailbox on my porch. So I've been to, I've been to Sean's house like once or twice before. And I, I don't know, unless I just met him at the, the other end of a block. I left it where I thought I always meet Sean at. And there was a house there that I thought was Sean's house. Sean's a single guy. This house is kind of dilapidated, but, like, still looks livable in from the outside. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, it's early spring, so, like, the porch is kind of a mess, but also it's early spring. People leave crap on their porch in the wintertime. Like, it totally just seemed, like, a little bit disheveled of a house, but probably Sean's house. And I left it there. There's a mailbox on the porch. Everything seemed legit. Dropped the car off. Sean's car wasn't there. He said he might not be there. So I just, okay, well, Shaw's not there. He'll find it when he gets back. And then uh, he texts me a little bit later and says, hey, whenever you drop off the car, just let me know. I'll be home now. I said, oh, I already did. I put it, like, I parked it by the tree along the curb. He goes, oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's, you know, it's there. It, like, there's a few texts where apparently he thought I was joking with him. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I did drop it off. You just didn't see it. And then, like, he realized, no, I wasn't joking. And he called me up like, dude, I don't see your, your car's not here. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? I dropped it all Like, okay. I didn't tell Brooke this, any of this either yet. Cause I was like, he's telling me he doesn't see it. And I'm thinking, okay, well my car's stolen. I'm not going to tell Brooke yet until like, I know no. for sure. So he calls me up and he's like, your car's not here. Okay. Well, you know, I put it there. I hope it gets found is what house do you leave it at? And I told him like the house number. Oh, dude, I'm like four... Uh, it was like an 800. I told him like 837. He says, I'm like 440-something. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? I yeah, put it at, at the, the wrong, wrong house. house. Like, dude, how did I leave it at the wrong house? And so he starts walking down this block, and he's oh, there it is. Luckily, you left it in an abandoned Like, nobody lives at this house, <laughs> so, like, you left it at this abandoned house. Like It looked kind of disheveled, so I assumed it was yours. You, no, I actually, like, my house is up another block. That's insane. I feel like... That's exact place where I've met him before when he's inspected cars. Like, I dropped my car off there, but man, I was completely not. off. What a idiot! Yeah. Just, man, I'm stupid.
0: That was a whammy. Yeah, that was a whammy. Um, you had, you ever like off road in these things? In your no. Truck? Did you ever? Your brother Fred had a big lifted F one fifty before, didn't he? I'm yeah, sure he, he's had all kinds of things. I'm sure he went. Took that thing, Boonie Bash, and you, ever, like, you never went with... You had a Cherokee, too. No, you had a Grand Cherokee. I had a
1: Cherokee, and I
0: had a Grand Cherokee. I had, I had a Cherokee
1: a while, like, be- way before I ever met, like, you.
0: Well, I was just going to get to... I just... I have some good off-road adventures. Yeah. <laughs> I had I had three of them. I had, well, I had three Cherokees, regular, the XJs, that two of them were lifted. The first... I remember that first one, the night... It was 1990... I never lifted that thing. Yeah, 1990. And it, uh, I didn't. Well, I well actually, I went four wheeling one night in it, and then the next morning, well, drunkenly, four wheeling in it, and then the next morning there was no brakes. I remember for some reason it was like it was hard, like an obscure brake pump to get for that year. So I was like, well, I ain't getting that, and I ain't paying like a grand for a brake pump. So I just rode without power brakes for like a year, and then I traded that one in and got another one, like a. That was a 90s, so a newer one was a 1999, which was still like, oh, I don't know, eight years old. (laughs) And good old buddy Rich Dots, who has nothing better to do with his life at the time. Hey, let's put a lift on it. That's what he did. He just lifted vehicles for the—that was how he enjoyed himself. I would have never—I would have gotten so frustrated just finding the right freaking bolts for these things as the bolts were all over the place, like the sizes, lifting that thing— would have been, it was a nightmare, but he made it not so much. But we lifted that, and yeah, those were fun. I miss boonie bashing, especially without... When you discover alcohol and off-roading, those were good times. Uh, actually, the second one, that was the, f- the second one that Jeep that I had, I lifted. And that's the one I rolled. Not off-roading. <laughs> a, I Yeah.
1: I, yeah, I well, was you just... Were roading. off-roading eventually. <laughs> yeah,
0: I rolled it from a road, off the road, at a... High rate of speed around a turn, about probably triple the speed I should have been taking around a turn for various reasons. Actually, that one wasn't as alcohol induced, but that was, it was still really stupid. Ruled that son of a bitch. And I got a third one. The third one was funny. So I had no intentions of lifting
1: this one, but Rich talked me into it again. How do you talk? Like, how is he talking? What's his sale? What's his? He was just. Pitch? Why
0: don't you put your lift? You get what you can off the other one, which I wasn't. <clears throat> there's nothing to sell. Well, I had the, I had the wheel. Like, I just got the wheels and the tires, off the the one I rolled, and they were, um, I forget. I think they were 35 inch tires, maybe 32 inch. I can't remember. They were like they were, you know, too big to put on the stock one. I was like, well, all right, why the fuck else not? So I put another lift on, and this one we didn't even. It comes with an a leaf, and we did like we didn't take the time to. We're not taking the leaf springs off and putting the leaf spring into it. So the a leaf, we just let it float under like underneath, and we put a two-inch spacer, and that was close enough. And that was my rear end lift. And then the front end, I just left the sway bar links off. It like honestly, you wouldn't think that it would like drive nicer, but it kind of did. Like going around turns and stuff, it was actually real like smoother. But man, did it wear the freaking tires out? And you had to <laughs> rotate them tires. We had like off road knobby tires doing that. It, you know, ain't too good for them. But that was that one. We, uh, that one I just freaking traded in. I should have kept it. No what reason. you traded in for? My Suzuki SX4. Oh, the
1: red one. Okay. My grown up car. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I first, you know what? Uh, this isn't exactly accurate, but one of the first times I met you was right after you bought that car. Cause, Oh, yeah probably. that was when we drove down well you drove down to Pittsburgh. That was the first time I think you ever drove anywhere. Yeah. You probably. never drive into town. No. That I used the,
0: to actually I just until I met you guys. Now, the I Pearl Jam cover
1: band. Yeah. Which I would love to see them again. Yeah. That they was were a, great. I forgot oh, about that show. And that's a perfect segue, cause I want to complain about that new Pearl Jam song. I haven't even I've listened oh. to it for a middle for a minute, but Oh, terrible yeah they're old that dance of the clairvoyance i think or something of clairvoyance
0: isn't that a iron maiden song there's like an iron maiden song it's i think it's just called the clairvoyance yeah yeah something. yeah okay. this is
1: like dance of the clairvoyant or dance of the clairvoyance or something it sounds like a cold play it sounds like a depeche mode and cold play yeah. i haven't been listening to
0: them since oh, yeah i don't know since mid 2000s i just those bands, I don't know. They just—they got old, man. I still enjoy. Yeah, but still rock and like, roll is a young man's game, and then it—that's like not some, entirely true. I know though. it ain't entirely true, but it—it it could totally be still be Pearl Jam's.
1: They—they they still they put out lost good music. A fire.
0: They lost a fire early in their career. From there, as soon as they got successful, they didn't want to do like they didn't want any more of it. They just want like their music slowly just eroded and got more boring and boring as they went.
1: They still put out pretty good music for yeah, the most pretty part. good, but. Kind of and you got to think, too, like, yeah, they're not going to always write, like, the best songs. No, They lucked into, like, a couple good ones, a couple good albums. But they're not, like, of course, not everything's going to be, like, groundbreaking. No. know un- still, I mean, when I, I say, like, oh, and that. here's a new Pearl Jam song, I'm expecting, like, I'm expecting rock and roll. I'm, like, yeah. is yeah, that wrong of me I mean. to think? And I, like, is that wrong of me to think, like, oh, I'll hear, like, mm-hmm. I'll hear a good, like, guitar, drums, bass, and vocals
0: that's exactly it they just
1: but that's not what this is this is like a
0: it's like a they've been kind of doing and sometimes it works but it seems like for a a lot of their career they've been kind of like doing what's you know the opposite of what everyone expects or really wants and there's times where it turns into oh that's a great art but I mean you gotta admit their first two albums were the best and then it's just now since the 90s you know they just kinda whatever makes them happy
1: this one is like you know it's going to be, like, all over the airways for the next couple months. Yeah. And usually at least, like, well, I'm tired of hearing it, but at least it's new Pearl Jam. Yeah. This one isn't even, like, how do you even have that to go back no. to? Well, at least it's new Pearl Jam. It's just not that good. So, Brooke wrote down a story to tell. Before your second house arrest, we went to go see Soundgarden. And you we met at my parents' house. And I think you drove down. You did drive down because it was the last time you were going to drive for a while. And it was you, me, and Zach, I think, right? I
0: I can't remember.
1: Uh, It was you, me, and Zach.
0: Oh, okay. I know where this is going. And I didn't want to say anything Uh, because... Well, hold hold on. First, to defend myself, I didn't drive down, but I was supposed to. I planned on driving. I thought everyone was riding with me down to Pittsburgh, and then we changed our mind. I didn't drive to Pittsburgh. I drove to Zach's house, and I I was the last car parked, and I, I... like all right let's go and someone's like zach's like i'll drive
1: oh because i i'll let you tell the story okay know? so we took zach's car down to pittsburgh yeah all right well we leave from my parents house because you guys all met at my house yeah and all right, i want to say to leave on because he was in charge of getting the tickets hey did you bring the tickets because he'd say oh no i left them in your mom's underwear drawer He'd have some kind of like sleazy mom, like oh, all thing to yeah, say. of course I would. You would. Yins, yins aren't guilty of that. No, I'm not saying I'm not, but I didn't have tickets on me. Of yeah. course I would do the same thing, but it wasn't me. Like it yeah. was, it was, I wasn't going to set you up for it. And you probably would have like, well, I don't know. I'm assuming you would have forgot anyhow. Yeah. Even though you well, probably wouldn't have. It. Well, so I didn't say anything to remind them because I didn't want to get chirped. And we get down to Pittsburgh. We get there, we get there, park the car, go to the bar. And I see this okay, we have to have a flashback in the story. I hate my one my parents one neighbor cuz one time me and my buddy were hunting from a tree stand and I wanted to be like a macho man and use a 22 Hornet and Chris was using his 243. Yeah. And he had a doe tag and I had a buck tag. And this buck walked out like pretty far away. Yeah. So that was like my shot but i had figured like i can only shoot a deer from like 50 yards away with this gun it's like a 22 hornet is not quite as big as a 223 but it's bigger than like a 22 magnum it's a pretty small like you'd have to make a really good shot you couldn't like i couldn't shoot a deer from like this deer was like 150 yards away i need him to come into like 50 yards to get like a good a good shot on him and Chris had Chris could shoot anything because he has 243, which is you know that'll reach pretty much anywhere. So this buck came out, and I couldn't shoot this buck yet. But it was uh, like I knew it was in the field. It was behind a tree, but I knew where it was, and uh, I was I was just like playing a waiting game. And then Roy and his kid come past because it's hunting season. Wait,
0: hold on, I'm confused. Did we even tell them so-, so we how do we get from the, so- the I have to say why calls- I hate
1: this guy. Okay, I have to get to the point where okay. I why I hate I'm this just guy. Like- what the hell is going know, on here? I know. Well, we're flashbacked. This is a flashback. Okay. Okay. Uh, me and Chris are in his tree stand. And I'm like, I think I'm 15. So Chris is like, I don't know if he's, I'm going to say Chris is 14. We're both young. 18. 18. So Roy and his son are like there. And I didn't hate, I didn't hate him at this point, but Roy is talking like we're talking and Roy looks up into the field and sees that buck. And he says, you know, there's a buck up there. I said, yeah, but it's too far away and, like, close to... Also, there was houses up where this buck was. So, I, like, Mm -hmm. I couldn't shoot it. Because we're, like, still hunting in backyards, kind of. Everyone's cool with it. But you have to be, like, responsible. And you can't shoot up, like, towards houses. And I, like, I said, yeah, I know it's up there. But, like, I can't do anything about it right now. So, this guy pulls up his gun and And shoots you. Shoots that buck from, like, under our tree stand. He's talking to us. He shoots the buck. It goes back into the wood. Like it runs off from like the field into the woods and it dies. And he goes out, drives his car up. Like he comes goes back to his house, drives up to the neighbor's house and like gets the deer out of the woods, which is like completely ruining our hunt for the day. Yep.
0: Like,
1: oh, I hate this guy. So he leaves a chair there. So I take a dump on his chair before I leave. <laughs> nice. And I told my hockey team about this is like in high school. I told my hockey team about it. And this one kid, like, looked up. He was like, lives close to me. He looked up Roy's number, and he was calling up Roy at night, and leaving like, like voicemail, like no, messages. They're not voicemails at this point. They're messages on like message machine. Yeah, answering machine. Yeah, I guess there probably were there probably were voicemails, but anyhow, Roy calls the cops and says that somebody threatened to kill his son Zach. And, like, Jesus Christ. I wasn't there. Like, I don't know for sure that that didn't happen. But I'm like, I can't say 100% that didn't happen. But I know the kids. And I, like, I'm still friends with the guy who did this. And I'm, like, that's just not something he would do. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, like, it's not unlike him to make a story worse just so he can get his way. Like, oh, I'm really a victim here. And it was, like, he, like, had to have a meeting with my parents and me. It'd, like... The kid got community service. Like, it became, like, a thing. Because, like, oh, you threatened to, threatened to kill somebody. So, anyhow, not a fan of this guy. That not a fan like of a this guy at all. He's a total turd.
0: <laughs> he sounds like most your, West, your Western PA hunters. Just complete assholes.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it was. So, we're at the bar near the, hot, near the, the concert venue. And there's Roy. Ah, oh, man, I hate Roy. And I see him there at the bar, but I think like, oh, well, okay, he's at the bar. It doesn't mean he's going to the concert, and at the, it's Soundgarden. It's a big concert. Like, What are the chances of running into him anyhow? Yeah. Pretty much like none. So we go have a drink, and then we come back. We are going to go to the show, and on the way, Levon's like, oh, I don't have the tickets. So we have to drive from Pittsburgh back to my parents' house to get <laughs> the, get tickets, the tickets, and then drive back down to Pittsburgh. Which we made really good time. Yeah. We made, like, really good time. We
0: probably, I don't remember even what, I don't think the opening band was very good anyway. So, I mean,
1: whatever, we paid to see them, but. We, we only least, missed, like, a song. Yeah. We got in there and, like, it, anyhow. I don't remember if you were in the bathroom with me or if Zach I kind was.
0: I I think, I might
1: actually might have, I think I walked in, I remember you talking
0: to a stranger. But that could have been another piss. Okay. Another
1: <laughs> it might have been place. another one. Yeah. <laughs> I told, we were standing at the urnals like before the, before like we went into like where the, you know, the stage area. And I'm talking to, I'm pretty sure I was talking to Zach, my buddy Zach, not the kid who's like dad, you know, whatever. So I'm talking to Zach and I'm like, man, I hate this guy. I saw this guy at the bar like before we had to go back to my parents' house. He's a guy, he's my parents' neighbor. I really hate the guy. He's a total dick. I pooped on his seat when I was young. He shot a deer from under my tree stand. I'm like, look at Zach's to my right. I'm like looking at him as I'm complaining. And I look to my left. And who's the guy standing at the urinal beside me? (laughs) (laughs) But friggin' Roy. (laughs) And he didn't say anything. So did you tell Zach
0: that you pooped on his chair? Yeah. And that guy was right
1: there. Yep. And I told him, oh, well, he got my buddy's community service because he said he, like, my buddy threatened to kill his son, which, like, Jeez. total bull, like, that's total yeah. bullshit. That didn't happen. Well, you know, I'm just running my mouth, t- like, this guy's never going to hear me. <laughs> he has his wiener out right beside me. That's I didn't even amazing. look over to my, like, left. He's standing right beside me. And he doesn't say anything. He didn't say anything. And <laughs> I wouldn't. go. he's going to listen to. It's stay J get- E. I don't yeah. know how many people fit at that venue. <laughs> I would guess at least five thousand people, but they, I bet you like this was outside too. Yeah, so. it's the Yeah, it's like one of our bigger concert venues. It's not. It's not you know the Steelers field or anything, but no. it's a big place. Fucking great! I'm gonna say you deserved it. Well, nothing happened, so no.
0: I can't. Oh, I do remember. Uh, Chris Cornell said, "What do you say? Like, thank you, Cleveland." Or yeah, he said he, he, he called us Cleveland. Yeah, he did say the wrong fucking city. I couldn't, dude, I'm so, for, well, I forgot the tickets. Could you imagine me fronting a band? I'd be fucking shit up You would have all no idea where you were times. ever. I'd be forgetting lyrics. I'd just have to be good at, like, improvising lyrics. Because I'm not, I'm not, I am i could not even read a teleprompter. I'd botch that. That was a good show, though.
1: That was a good show. Another funny thing that happened, you peed, you didn't want to go to the bath like you had a beer and then you didn't want to go to the bathroom to pee. So you just peed in your empty beer can or beer like cup. Yeah, the cup. And then you laid it on the ground and a guy like stepped backwards and stepped on it. And he got pee all over his shoes and like jeans. And he was apologizing to you because he thought he stepped on your beer and you were like, Oh no, no problem, man. No big yeah. deal. Like you played it off like you were a really cool guy. And a guy was like really grateful that you didn't want to fight him. Yeah. And he didn't have any idea that it was like a cup full of your pee.
0: I, I did that at the Jamboree of the Hills. It's just on a grass hillside. And I just simply peed on the ground. This is right around everybody. It just, when the lights go down, who cares? My yeah. dong's small enough. It like, barely can even see it. It just streamed down. No one notices. And two drunk guys come walking through like in their <laughs> just in shorts and they both slip in it and roll down the hill laughing. Ha ha, I a great time. And, <laughs>
1: That was all in my pee. The uh, we saw Chris Cornell on a solo show in uh, Cleveland. Yeah, and that that was the, probably the drunkest yeah. I had ever been. You were a shit show. I was an absolute <laughs> mess. That was I'm on the phone. You told me that you would be so proud of me. I'm being such an adult right now, and I'm just being so good and taking care of the other guys. <laughs> yeah. I told, yeah, I told Brooke that I was like, well, honestly, at that point, I wasn't that bad. It hadn't like hit me, hit me yet. She like, I did talk to Brooke and I told her how good I was like, I'm actually like, Hey, I'm actually in a pretty good spot right now. And then we were playing pool. We were playing pool before the show started and getting like
0: buckets of beer. There's a good deal on boot. Oh yeah. There's a rum bucket. That's what it was. I
1: told Brooke a story like twice. And she tells it like she was there. Like she remembers every, every like part of a story that I've like told her. I forget all that. I remember there was like a shot. She knows more about this weekend than I do. So we were playing pool, and the rule for the pool rule was anytime you could jump a ball, you had to do a shot. And for some reason, I was just nailing it. Yeah, you were crying. Something you could never do again. Never do it again. Never did it since. And then. You probably would be great at it. You just don't want to try it again. Yeah, no, I'm afraid. Then there was like the one bar had like rum, like rum buckets for like six bucks or something. And they were like every flavor of rum that ever existed all in one bucket with like a can of 7 Up in it or something. (laughs) And they sucked down. But the problem is, you had to walk. Then I had to walk to like the show and I was so hammered. I was so hammered. I honestly like i remember so little of that show i remember crawling in the bathroom and throwing up and like i passed out and I'm, like in some chairs there were like like fold-out chairs set up and cops came and they like checked on me and it, i mustered up all of my strength to like put my hand out and give them a thumbs up <laughs> and then they like they like laughed and walked away like they do they they weren't that concerned and i remember in the bathroom throwing up and there was a guy that said there's a guy and his son and i told his son to stay in school yeah that was a mess i'm really that's (laughs) one of those things i never want to get that bad ever again i'm glad i had an experience story
0: to tell but yeah Yeah, i'm glad i had had an
1: experience but like hey that's a rock star who's dead now and i didn't like I remember so little of his show that I you saw. You missed him. a
0: good bit of it.
1: I yeah. missed a ton of it, man. It was I was really a good. wreck. I was an absolute embarrassing wreck. I'm glad it didn't happen like in Pittsburgh. Not that I know everybody in Pittsburgh, but I'm glad it didn't happen like my home city and I got to like leave and I like with complete strangers and nobody would know who I was. But dude, I was just a hammered uh, absolute <laughs> wreck. Just cold sweat terrible just a, a terrible terrible thing to do it happens it does I know like you were a rum dumpster yeah <laughs> I was a rum dumpster
0: yeah when you got a good deal though you got a strike you just gotta to...
1: that's a rock and roll story yeah I'm sure Chris Cornell did things that he wasn't proud next of next
0: time don't don't beat us at pool what we'll, next time we play pool just let me win oh yeah let me get drunk
1: yeah I will never ever do that again that was a lesson that needed learned and I learned it yep all right, all right I guess we're now. gonna end
0: on that one so that is our latest episode You can all go to hell The show is over it's time to go Podcastration has gone below We call it quits yeah we say goodbye So
1: don't go suck a dick that eat shit and die oh yeah.